Hi, you guys. This is Jenna. And this is Cassie. And if you believe it or not, you are actually listening to the Find Less podcast since we've been gone for like ever, like a a year, like a year. It hasn't been a year. It hasn't been a year. But it's been months. But it's a new year. So we saw you guys last year, or you listened to us, you didn't really see us. But we're back. Now you're listening to us in the new year. And we're better than ever. Yeah, because 2024 is all about abundance, you guys. So we're here to give you that abundant mindset. And an abundant amount of podcasts. Correct. That's a good one. I know, I just thought of I was trying to think of another thing, and I couldn't think of it. It's okay. I got you. But we're just going to get right into it, you guys. Hope y'all are doing well. Hello, happy Sunday. Good morning. You know, or night, whatever you're listening or to. Or whatever this. day of the week it whatever is. Whatever day of the week. We are posting this on Sunday. So it's not Sunday when we filmed this out, but it's okay. <laughs> so happy Sunday. Um today we are gonna kind of take a little deep dive within ourselves and talk about triggers and what a person who's triggering you is really triggering inside of you. If you know what I mean. I do. So, essentially, you guys, believe it or not, we're going to give you the secret sauce right away. When somebody is triggering you or somebody says something to you that is triggering, it's actually an invite to look within yourself and see, huh, like question yourself. Be like, why am I getting triggered? How does this make me feel? How is this making me feel this way? Why is this making me feel this way? And you just do that little rabbit hole down to the center of your soul. And then you find something in childhood pop up there that's like, oh shit, that one time when I was a kid, I felt this exact feeling. And it just keeps building up. You know? It doesn't even have to be in childhood, though, either. Facts. Very because true. I feel like we always have a little story time. Yeah, where I was like, mm, story time. <laughs> so Cassie wants a story time and So out. story time is actually earlier this week. I today no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding I actually don't know not today not today but earlier this week I was um triggered by somebody not focusing on me for a little bit the attention was off of her but it but in not like a not in like an attention whore way yes more of right. like so I was busy I had to do something and the person I was with was because I was busy did something else makes sense understood but then i was done with what Mm. i needed to do and like 30 40 minutes ago by of me being done and that person's still doing the thing that they decided like watching a little show like by themselves or whatever just like doing Mm. something else and i was literally like fine i'll which i needed to eat so i went and ate Mm. and then i was like oh they didn't realize that I was <clears throat> done doing my, like, homework and stuff. So, now I'm eating. And then they were like, oh, still doing whatever they needed, whatever they were doing, just chilling. And I was like, okay. Well, mm-hmm. I, want, I want them by me now. Like, I, I, I'm over. Like, I'm, I'm done. I'm not being busy anymore. I want, I want the attention Ready again. For, yeah, attention. And so, I was like, okay, they're not going to do that. So, then I, like, went and grabbed my book and I started, like, reading my book. I'm like, they're going to be busy. I'm going to find something else to do. And while I found something else to do, I remembered that in one of my high school relationships, I would go over to my ex's house, which was like a 25-minute drive, for them to play video games while I was there for three or four hours while I was there, 
where it's like I, my relationship last year i know <laughs> i know right but i remember that when they would play video game or when he would play video games i would lay on the futon and i would either fall asleep or i would get pissed off and i would go into his room and i would watch netflix by myself yeah and i remember i would dead ass bro get up and leave i wouldn't say i wouldn't say bye i wouldn't say shit yeah and people on the like and then he would just text me did you leave and be like yeah you you didn't want to hang out with me so i'm not going to be here yeah and like it was wild because obviously this was not nearly near that case because after i started reading they were like oh my gosh i didn't realize that you were like done eating like i was waiting for you to be done eating i didn't realize you were reading over here well a thing too as an adult we also need to express when we're done. Eh. <laughs> if you and... I didn't want to. Okay, but that's you. Correct. Why? Why? Why did you not want to? Okay, it was so because... So you could be upset? It was because I wanted to see if they were going to figure out Correct. by themselves. I understand that. I understand why I did it. Was it healthy? This Correct. is with a man. No. Let's just put this in perspective here because men are not as um they're not as detail oriented that like they're not as women we are hyper fixated and involved on every little thing that they're doing that's true where a man is not there one focuses on that one thing it's like tunnel vision so until you come into the frame they're not going to register like they're not gonna think oh i wonder what cassie's doing oh i wonder if she's done because you're sitting right wherever you are you're there with them. So they're like, we're here together. So, like, it's crazy. And we're going to get into it more because I'm reading this book, you guys, from Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. If you want to read it, I'll be dropping some nuggies along the way because this book has made me be like, what the hell? Yeah. Men and women right now do not fucking understand each other at all. We no. are so misunderstood. Not just women. Men are too. Like, I misunderstand men. I've misunderstood my boyfriend in multiple ways. And I'm like holy fucking shit you know yeah but that's like beyond the point like as an adult we do have to express our needs i don't want to either of course i'd want them to be like oh my god you're done like but they're not a woman see and (laughs) i think i think the problem was is that i thought that he was going to want to be around me when i was eating still he normally would Mm -hmm. and so i was like oh you know he has a show going on his phone He's probably waiting for it to be done. And I was like, oh, yeah, give a grace time. Like, I wasn't stressing over that. And then I I wasn't mad the whole time. I just felt the feelings again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why am I felt feeling these? Familiar. Like, it felt the familiarness of the, like, of the trigger. And I didn't realize that it was a trigger until I was sitting there. And I was like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Well, this is triggering. Correct. I understand, like, yes, I did not verbalize it. So, like I said, I wasn't upset. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mad. I actually didn't even tell him. That this was a trigger. But you see the story you're building up in your head now. Correct. Because you're like, he doesn't care about me. He doesn't want to spend time with me. He doesn't think my time's valuable. Like, when these triggers arise, which I've had to have multiple times in my relationship, and I have not expressed them always in the best way. I literally say this when I'm speaking to him. I'm like, I felt triggered and i said the the thoughts in my head the story my brain is telling me is that you don't care you don't value my time like you don't want to spend time with me i'm not a priority to you like because it's not at the end of the day our triggers when we are expressing it to somebody it's not for them to fix and be like 
oh, well, let me just fix it and change it for you. Like, that's for us to deal with and understand. Now we want people to have the understanding and empathy of, okay, I'm sorry I made you feel that way. I didn't know, like, you had that trigger. But that's for us to fix with inside. Now, if they keep doing the same thing that keeps on triggering you, then that's a completely different story. But, like, our triggers are for, which is really hard, because as women, as much as we want to say we don't believe in this, at least our age group, I feel like grew up with the knight in shining armor that a man's going to solve all your problems. Like, I'm still a girl who's like, I want to be a princess and I'll be rescued. If I'm being honest, deep down, I subconsciously think that shit. So... Sometimes when my subconscious brain is like thinking that when I don't even think I'm thinking it, I'm like, well, I want a man to just know. I want a man to just do this. I want a man to just like, they're not fucking mind readers. I don't no. know why we expect them to move heaven. You want to know why? Do you want to know why? I want to know why. Because we go out of our way to think what they're thinking and what they might want next. We are so when me and you. So when me and you are Correct. together, think about it this way. If I know that you're having a stressful day or vice versa or something, like, I'm going to go out of my way and think, like, you'll do the same thing for me. Oh, Cassie's having a rough day. I'm going to text her. I'm going to maybe get her something. I'm going to surprise her with this. Mm -hmm. We think what, uh, like, we'll think, like, oh, they're going to want this. So we we basically, it's not that I'm, like, we read each other's minds. We assume we're assuming what their needs might be and yep. options of them, and we go out of our way to help them. Correct, and so that's a, that's men a woman don't thing do too. that. That is a very like I just want to express. That's like a woman language. That is what all women do. So if you think about who you're hanging around, mostly like women, like your best friend. If you are a woman, your best friend is going to be women typically if you are a man your best friend's typically going to be men because we speak con two like completely different languages i'm not saying like oh things can't like you can't get along but like first things first we have to differentiate that men and women are completely different not only biologically but like mentally genetic makeup everything like women are like that women talk about the problems women like we say kiki like men don't do that Men don't get together and be like, yeah, dude, I just had, like, the worst fucking day. Like, this happened to me and this happened to me. Like, men are very like, yeah, my day was fine. Like, my boyfriend will talk to me about his day. Like, because if I ask or stuff like that. But rare times is he, he doesn't kiki in the way we do. And he doesn't think in the way we do. Whereas, like, men just want to fix things. So, like, when we, us women, this is some good shit, bring an issue to them. They're naturally like, well, solution, 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 solution. And then we feel rejected. We don't feel heard. We don't feel seen because, for one, a big thing men forget to do, which it's okay. They forget to validate feelings. They forget to be like, I'm sorry I made you feel that way. I'm sorry that this situation made you feel that way. Like, I hear you, you know. Men forget that where when most women are expressing a concern or an issue, something in their personal life, they want you to listen and understand. Not every time is a woman looking for a solution. No. Now, flip it in reverse. Men do not want our solutions. I want to, like, literally... You, this is the hardest thing for me to learn. I, because I, I'm a solution person. Like, in some areas, I cry about things, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, today. But I try to be 
solution where I'm like, okay, well, what can I do? Like, you know, whereas men are naturally that way. So, like, that's me. In my opinion, I take that as I'm like, that's my masculine. And I'm like, okay, when my boyfriend's having an issue, I'm trying to fix it. I really am. Every fucking time I try to fix it. And that's like, what we want to do. That's, that's not that's what he wants, that we want to show for, like, us loving we, someone. We, we want to show them, men, oh, yeah. we love them, but, like, here, let me help you. Because that's me. what women we're do nurturers. for other we wanna, women. We want to nurture them and help them. And so we have to think, we're but like, when, they need solutions. Correct. But when, get this, you guys, this shit's crazy. When we do that, when we're like, oh, here's a solution, here's a solution. Men think, one, you think they're incapable of coming up with their two own solutions. Two... Like, you literally don't respect them. And, like, three, you actually invalidate their feelings. Like, literally. That's literally what I'm learning in this book. Which, you know, some people might look at me, but that's not right. Like, sometimes my boyfriend, like, wants me to come with solutions. Men will ask if they want a solution. They will ask for your opinion if you want an opinion. If If they want your opinion. If, like, seriously, you really have to watch what you say to men. Actually, like, actually, because... If he's not asking for your opinion on stuff, then you might need to look and be like, am I offering solutions and unsolicited advice? Because us women do that. Because that's how women like being talked to. Like women on women. But But sometimes we don't though. Oh, yes. Not every time. Because if you think, I will say, I think it happens more when men talk to us. When men talk to us and give us solutions. I know for me that if I go and talk to whether it's you or a man or anything like that and i ask i'm not i never ask necessarily for solutions very often when i bring something up to you i already have solutions in my head you just want me to listen i want you to listen and then i want to say my solutions that i have in my head to someone yeah and someone to say hey those are great ideas and then i'm like hell yeah yeah but men think when there's an issue they need to come in and fix it you know, Correct. so there's a there's a disconnect there because they don't understand why women are getting more upset or don't feel seen or heard. Like, literally, same things happen between me and my boyfriend, and I just shut down. Because I feel I'm like, you're invalidating me. You don't care about my feelings. That's the story in my head. That's a trigger for me. Where I'm like, okay, when I'm feeling this way, I need to get out of my head, like, for one. Pause, step out of my body, and be like, okay, let me differentiate this really quick. I'm really triggered by this because I feel unseen and unheard by him can go deeper into that but also i expressed him be like hey like i asked him i'm like can i when we talked this weekend we had like a deeper talk i was like can i give you feedback on something or like are you open to receiving a little bit of feedback and he was like he's a little hesitant but he's like yes and i said when i have issues or when things come up or i tell you i'm upset about something i want you to validate me and be like i hear you i'm sorry that You know, I made you feel that way. I'm sorry that that thing is making you feel that way. You know, I'm like, I want you to empathize and understand with me. And I was like, then we can, like, come up with a solution or something. Like, you know, I'll ask you. I told him, I'm like, every time I literally ask you for help, like, I do because I want your help. But I'm like, usually when I bring up a problem, unless I ask, like, can you help me find a solution? I just want you to, like, sit there in my feelings with me and understand and listen and, like, give me a hug. Like, physically come for me, but only, like, with your words. Because what when women are upset, like, they just want you to want to know you care about them. Yeah. Whereas, like, men, and I'm still trying to understand this, are, like, completely different. Where, yes, they also want you to, like, listen to them and validate them. 
but they'll figure it out on their own. Like, they, when they have an issue, they take space and go in their quote-unquote cave and figure it the fuck out. They, uh, and if they need help, they'll just be like, you know, I support you. Like, men need to feel supported for one. Like, you believe in them, that they are capable. There's, like, and I definitely want to go over them. There's, like, six core needs every woman needs and, like, six core needs that men need. To feel, like, completely loved and respected yeah. in a relationship. Like, they need to feel like, basically, they're on top of the world with you. Like, they can conquer anything. And that's just, like, positive affirmation. Like, you know when it's too much. You know when it's not enough. I think sometimes I can overdo it just because I love affirmations. I think they're great. Say, but that's that's because it's a love language for you. Yes. Whereas, like, people for me, I... Me just doing enough is me in my head doing over amounts. Yes. So like people that don't normally have those or which technically now my one of my love languages is words of affirmation. She gets that from me. Yeah, I did. But I think that with that, you just have to see how they're taking it mm-hmm. because I'm trying to do like words of affirmation. And make sure, like, that's what they want. Well, because what the biggest conversation, like, this is getting, like, out of triggers. Like, we've kind of been all around the map of it. Of triggers, but yeah. with, like, relationship stuff and love languages, you and your partner need to sit down and go over the love languages and put them in order What's most important? Then break it down to the two most important. The two love languages your relationship cannot live without. Like, if you don't have these two, it's not going to thrive. You're not going to survive, you know? Because then those are the most important now. And I I know this is, like, selfish. And I do it. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I probably... And I, I feel like I don't do it in a selfish way, but it can be selfish. I, do, I feel like I do all the love languages, you know? But I feel like words of affirmation is a big one because I need it. If, like, side note, if you're only giving them the love languages you want to receive, that is not fair. That is very selfish because I know it might be hard or uncomfortable for you to give them their love language, but that's a part of growth and that's a part of being better and pushing yourself. Like, you know, it's hard because I feel like a lot of people are so, like, I've literally had this guy who I've talked to multiple times, like, as a friend, slid in my DMs being like, sent me this really doomy, gloomy um, reel about relationships and how sad they are. He's like, everyone wants an 80s love and all this stuff, and I agree with that. But he was like, I just feel like, you know, he's like, there's no good people out there. And I'm like, listen, like, we attract these not good people in my life, quote unquote, not good Correct. people. Like, wherever, whatever, wherever whatever can't talk today state we are in (laughs) it's like i have something going on i don't know um we're bringing them into our lives because we get to decide if they stay or if they go we get to decide if we're dating them or entertaining them like we need to start taking responsibility okay i'm not very proud of like some people who have not treated me the best or like i'm like bro what the fuck but like give yourself some grace learn some discernment like wherever we are in that time of life or in healing or whatever fucking journey we are attracting these people. So take responsibility for one. Be like, you don't want that anymore? Okay. Take it as a learning lesson. Like, let's not beat ourselves up for who we used to date. Let's give ourselves grace. Let's be like, what did I learn? What did I take from this? What are my standards? Like, make a standards list. 
what do you want? We did that. Yeah. Like, nobody's perfect, but, like, make a list of, like, core things, non-negotiables. Like, make a list of your values, you know? It's not all doom and gloom. Like, things get better. Things look up. Everything happens so differently for everyone. Like, but the worst part is, is, like, when people are so not optimistic and keep carrying on their baggage. Like, we got to learn how to deal with that ourselves. Yeah. And look at things in a brighter light. I think, I think it's funny that you brought it up that one day when we were in your club and to our friend groups and stuff. We and you have talked about it multiple times. So for us to talk about it, it was kind of easy. But we've had many conversations about, like, the vibrations. Oh, my God. My cat is trying to do something. Oh, Sage. Um, But, like, the vibrations that you put yourselves in. And the frequency that you're emitting. And I think the wildest part is, I know, some people either believe it or you don't. And, And that entirely up to you if you don't believe in the electromagnetic spectrum i really don't know what to tell you it's i think you should just research it to look into it because obviously we're not going to sit here and go through everything scientific we're experts because we're not we're not um but i will say that if i look at just how things worked out for me there was a time when i was going through it i fully like closed myself off and then i sat down and did what i decided to buy a book about how to love myself i sat down and made a list of the things i wanted in a man i sat there and like i made sure that everything that i was doing was exactly what i wanted to find in somebody or be like somebody and what the hell happened to me i found a man yeah and i'm not just saying it happens overnight and i'm not saying that like just because a person pops into your life when you're doing all this stuff means they're the perfect person for you. Because also correct. I'm telling you, I have multiple seasons and I'm, it's more consistent now, but like where I used to go through like taking care of myself, being on my self-love routine, and then a man comes in and I take it as a sign. I'm like, God rewarded me with this amazing man and he, it wasn't good. And then they turned, and then they, but the difference was is that we. But I attracted them. I attracted them into my life, and I let them in my energetic field, and I felt my intuition give some red flags, and I chose to ignore it. So, like, some people can't really feel their intuition. Well, it's kind of like a gut feeling, or when you think a thought in your head, like, it comes up through your head, and you're like, oh, I should do this, or don't forget this. And then you're driving, or you're doing whatever you leave, and you're like, oh my fucking god, I forgot that. That's your intuition. It can start off with something just coming through your head. Like, literally, I don't know how to describe it. It's literally like a random thought coming into your head. Like, it's different than all the other thoughts. Because it's clear and it's there. Like, you know what I'm talking about? I do. When you're doing I've something had a, and it's I've like, had, you should do this. Like, it's your voice in the back of your head saying this. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, I will say, I think um, that happens to me sometimes in, like, places. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to go home. No, I shouldn't. I should stay and go there one more time or I should go and do this one more time. And I think it is crazy because you don't know what to call it because you're like, is that intuition? Is that, was that just me? me? Is it just me? Like, well, it's always later when you find out that you should have done the thing that, or you shouldn't have one of the two. It depends. You should, or you shouldn't have done the thing, the thought that came into your head. If it said, Hey, you should do this or Hey, like, Hey, don't do this. And then it comes back around and bites you in the ass that's intuition like literally intuition. the wild i think the the clearest one that i think i've actually had recently was the one that i was out downtown i never go out anymore and i went out to go see my friend who was working and i was like i'm not staying out all night yada 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 
I was walking to my car and I looked at my car and I said, I shouldn't go yet, but I had to pee. So I was like, fine, because I don't know yet, I'll go pee in this bar really quick and then I'll make my decision. And I decided not to leave yet. And then I met my... (laughs) Can you put that out? I was out? sorry. I name dropped. We name dropped again, but okay. Can you leave that so out? yes. Okay, thanks. Okay, I'm so sorry. no, I it's be, okay. I forgot about this story. I was like, no, so it's okay. And it's okay. Did you see the way I was looking? I at know me? you were like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you usually see the way I look at people when they're telling me stories. And I, I don't know if I told you it really or not. Maybe not I really. did, but I don't know. I don't no. think I realized how much of an intuition it was. But anyways, um, because I have to bleep that little part out, and it's gonna cut really funny. Um, yeah. So I ended up meeting my boyfriend that I have now that um that night i decided to look at my car go and i ended up saying no i'm gonna text this friend i'm gonna meet up with him and he brought my boyfriend with him didn't know that we were gonna date didn't that was not the intentions it was just friends but yes so that happened but i wasn't but i was gonna leave i was gonna go home and just say no i'll just hang out with another night that's so funny but I told my brain looked at the car and I said, "No, you're not leaving yet. You should go hang out with them." I had intuition with my current boyfriend, but we're gonna wait to tell that one because that one's gonna be like hilarious. Oh, good gosh! It's not like hilarious, but it's gonna be like a aha moment, like oh. I told you so moment. You yeah. Know? So um, a but, good intuition, not bad, of course. No. Yes, but I think that it's wild because obviously there's intuition, but then like that's something so nonchalant. Whereas triggers are so, like, intense, I feel like, that, like, just something wild like that. So many emotions come There's up when so you're many emotions. Where you have to be careful of, you know, actually, like, like I said, taking a step out of your body and being like, what's really going on here? Because if you just keep allowing something to trigger you without exploring it, maybe not in that relationship, but in your next, in your next, in one of your relationships, romantic, friendships, whatever you're going to keep having those triggers pop up. They will never stop. They literally won't. I, while we were thinking, while you were saying something about triggers, I think I realized why my situation at the second is kind of pissing me off. Yeah. Um, and it's because I always got the silent treatment as a child. Mm-hmm. And some of my ex- old relationships, if they didn't want to chit-chat with me or were pissed off at me or what have you, they decided not to text me. Yeah. Or they would just literally not text me for days. And they didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, for me, I can never... And no matter how pissed off I am at somebody, I can't, for the life of me, ignore them. If I need space, my space is, a, like, a two-hour max. Because yeah. I love the or care about the person so fucking much that I'm, like, I... You I'm going to figure my shit out. And I'm going to... Exactly. 100%. And so I'm going to go get my shit figured out, and then I want to talk to him about it. And so if somebody does, whether it's intentional or non-intentional, doesn't respond or you know they're going to respond, but they didn't. But not everyone's wired that way, but yes. Correct. And that's, isn't that crazy? Like, I just want to state, you're triggered by somebody reacting to your text. This is the example, not responding. But then look at the tailspin you literally all went in because of this one trigger And you're attaching it all to this text. So, like, you're explaining, well, I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to do that. But then you're attaching it to this person that didn't do any of that to you. 
It's just something that triggers you. Correct. So, so I'm not upset with something. the person. I'm not upset with him necessarily. As like, I think it's the worst part is, is that all the emotions of the past ones are in full effect. Correct. And so I'm not gonna, I don't feel the need to like blow up or do anything crazy, but I, I guess I'm also. But you're hurt by it. So that's yeah. something where it could be an open conversation like, hey, just a heads up. I feel this type of way. Like I'm working on it. But I just want to express this to you. I really just don't want this to keep repeating itself because it's harder for me to like... If it happens every once in a while, it's really not a big deal. Oh, of course. If it becomes a pattern, that's the thing. If it happens once or twice, I would say let it slide. Three, four more... Like three to four times, that's becoming a pattern where it's like, hey, not cool with this. You know, this is triggering me. I'm working on it, but I also feel like disrespected. Like, you know... Kind of just trying to figure out a common ground of understanding between both of you. Like, understanding him. Okay, why is he not responding? What's going on? You know, being empathetic and understanding if he's like, oh, shoot, like, I just got caught up. And then, you know, like, we don't know. So then we got to stop making a story in our head. And him also being understanding and empathetic to, like, your past, what you've gone through, and understanding the impact, you know... Correct. It's, it takes both sides to understand, and it's not just a one-sided thing when somebody has an issue. It's no. two-sided because it is, for one, you bring the situation in the middle of you, then both of your jobs is to understand the other person and yep. where they're coming from. Not to, and I'm not saying you fight, of course. but not to fight each other, and I feel like it's. I've, heard- I've had the conversation with my boyfriend, and I told him, I was like, sometimes when I feel like we have issues, we are fighting against each other, like, against. And I said, we are on the same team. And I was like, I feel like we don't need to have that hard armor that we wear around everyone every day in our past significant others because they've hurt us to each other. Because, like, I'm trying to build this deep, beautiful connection and understanding, and I want that to be met with the same. Because we are safe. It's about coexistingly both being a safe space for your partner. So, like, that's another thing, too, like, how are you maintaining or keeping a safe space for your partner? Like, what are their boundaries? Like, it's there's so much more that goes into it. It's very intricate, but... It is. I think one of the biggest things that I ever heard, and I I can't forget it because it's... like It just hit. Like, you know those things that you, if you hear it at the right time, you're like, you're that makes like, so clicks. much sense. It clicks. And I don't, know, I don't remember why, but it was... When you are in a any relationship, so like a friendship, a romantic relationship, family, it's not like, like for example, if me and Jenna were in a fight, it's not me versus Jenna with an argument. It's me and Jenna versus our problem. Correct. So if our problem is communication, it is us versus the communication. I love that. It's not. I love that. It's not two separate people trying to fight this separately or against each other it is two people together trying to overcome something and i've if you actually view some of the arguments if you've ever had if you can like recall arguments you've had with old partners or old things i can remember friendships or even friendships i remember in some of my old french even just friendships like we would get upset with each other about a misunderstanding and instead of us being upset about the misunderstanding we're sitting there yelling at each other like you didn't fucking understand this and then they're yelling at me like they didn't understand this and I felt this and it's like 
were yelling at each other when it was entirely a misunderstanding and we need to be fighting that we misunderstood and fight that we need to have a better communication as a whole correct instead of just hating on each other well that's crazy you just like obviously you saying that made me think of like new stuff too where i'm like wow like friendships i'm thinking about right now where i'm like we really played the blame game where i'm like that's a shame because when you play the blame game no one wins you end up with resentment and I do have resentment over past things that I am, quotation marks, over. Like, yep. I want to be over them, but I can say they come up or I feel, I do feel triggered. Like, we've talked about that over certain things with friendships. If there's a similar pattern repeated, that's in the past. Like, currently, that's what's happening. You know, you said, like, I don't have, I have one of my friends who I haven't talked to in over a week. And I've messaged her, like, three times. And it's, it's a trigger for me and I understand why it is because it makes me feel unsafe and we've had issues like this in the past where I'm like okay is she mad at me because she used to do this when she was mad at me and I'm like I feel unsafe in my nervous system I feel like I fucked up or did something wrong it's just the old disagreements or fights we had coming up from when we lived together you know where I'm like I feel like we rebuilt this and now I'm like okay fuck you know it's scary for me. Like, I've definitely been a little, like, anxious over it. And I'm like, well, that's... For one, I'm like, that's not healthy. No. You should not feel anxious in any relationship like Especially that. Friendships. Especially I feel like, friendships. I feel like if... I feel that friendships are a very, very special type be, of relationship. yeah. Because I feel like at the end of the day, like... Okay, so we do both have boyfriends right now. Yeah. But at the end of the day we shouldn't have an issue. Like, at the end of the day, our relationship technically will always come first, or at least, like, I know for me it will. Because at the end of the day, we have been together for so much more longer that no... And I hate to say that relationship, like, romantic ones will come and go, but at the end of the day, they do until you find your person. Well, and we... This is my thing, and, um... You know, once... And we talked about this, too balancing relationships have been something that is a little difficult and i struggle for both of us actually (laughs) you know um when you are dating somebody that you possibly see potential future of wanting to spend the rest of your life with you know it's hard not to like spend all your time (laughs) sorry i don't know i'm so sorry Um, if you could hear that thudding i don't know if you hear the thudding but like Oh my god, you guys. It's my... done now. No, I don't know if she's done. <laughs> she, she is up. Oh my god. <laughs> Sage. What are you doing? Like, I swear you guys, she tries to be disruptive on purpose. Before we were podcasting, she was sitting in the corner like so a good nice. cat. And she... now, she's fucking like... And now she's trying to knock that one You do not do that. Thing over. I hope you guys, I wish you guys could, like, if we had this on video, which eventually someday we will. Someday. Um, I wish you could see this cat right now. Because we would show you. Like, you would see our reactions. <laughs> like, I was really trying to keep it together there. I couldn't. <laughs> well, she saw my facial reaction. I was like, in the middle of talking. I was, like, clenching. I was wondering if it was going to be, like, a few times and then just not say anything about it. But then I was like, <laughs> she just, she doesn't even cover her poop. Okay, let's be for real. <laughs> She's in there. Dig, dig, dig. Doesn't cover anything. What is the point of that? Like, what is the point? Nothing. Oh, my God. 
But anyways, as I was saying, <laughs> any hoosers back to the problem. Back, back to the problem in the program. <laughs> <laughs> this is an issue right now. Um, in your relationships, yes, it should be a very safe space. Um, but yeah, when you want to spend, you know, possibly the rest of your life with a person, you want to spend as much time with them, and it's hard. Um, friendships can go quotation mark on the back burner. And it's all about time management and figuring out what works for you as also we are in our 20s and you keep going throughout your 20s. It is so true that people literally get busier and people's lives change. Like, it, if anything, 2023 has shown me that. Like, the second half of 2023 has literally shown me that. And now in 2024, it's so crazy because, like, trust me, like, I feel... I was literally talking to my boyfriend. I was like, I told him, I was like, I feel like a bad friend. I was like, I literally feel like shit. Like, I feel like I'm always focused on work or I see you because he is, you know, close to where I work. So I see him and I'm like, I just feel like I'm not spending time with my other friends. But I'm and I'm always like, I'm the one reaching out and like all this stuff. But like, he's like, well, do they ever reach out? Like besides you, obviously. (laughs) And I'm like, not really. And he's like, well, then why are you, you know, but it makes me sad. Like, it makes me really sad. And I think that's something I need to address in my friendships. Because I'm like, you know, I have a standard for my relationship. Why don't I have a standard for my friendships? And I've been thinking about that a lot. And I'm like, there needs to be a standard. Yeah. Because it's unfair for me to keep hurting myself and me to keep feeling bad. Like, I'm doing something wrong or I'm the problem when I'm not. There's nothing wrong with me. Like, it's unfair for me to keep doing that to myself and putting myself back into my old ways feeling that way when that's not who I am. No. Which is so crazy, you guys, like, to realize that. And, like, there's nothing wrong with this. Like, I could, I can think of my younger self listening to this podcast and freaking the fuck out personally about <laughs> what I'm about to say. But, like, there's nothing wrong with less friends when you get older. Because you're going to have a lot of acquaintances. I'm telling you that right now. You're going to have a lot of acquaintances and people you can get and vibe and hang out with. But your best friends... As you get older, I'm telling you, it's going to get smaller. Because people have their own lives. Like, my old best friend, Rachel, who's in North Carolina, or South Carolina. One of the Carolinas, because they're the Carolinas, I don't know. For college, I saw her this, um, over her winter break. We, like, barely text. And I was like, Rachel, I feel so bad. And she's like, Jenna, I'm never on my fucking phone. She's like, seriously, like, don't feel bad. But, like, we caught up where we, like, left off. And yeah, a type of me does feel a type of way because I'm like, I want to be more in connection with you. I want to do this. But like, we got together and she's like, Jenna, like, we are both in different places. Like, we're both doing different stuff. It's okay. And I'm like, it's not personal. And I feel like here, like, I kind of live here. I kind of live in Viroqua. Like, I'm really half and half. So it's hard for me, you know, when I come home from work, I get home around like 530. I usually go to bed at 830. I'm up at, like, 3.34. Like, I have such... I just... I think a lot of, like, people... And I, I, this might just be my perspective of the people in my life right now. But a lot of my current friends expect a very high, like... Just expect so much from me. And I'm trying to fucking do it all, you know? Not saying you. Because I feel like you and I have a very good (laughs) understanding. And we text every day, but that's not my relationship. Your relationship and mine... I do not have that with other friends. It's, I'm not, this I'm not is texting. A, I don't understand how this relationship works I don't sometimes. Understand like, not in that way. But, but I'm not like, texting everyone every day because they don't text me back. 
Yeah, and, and I'm not, not even a texter, at, but I still do responding. it. But you, but like, this is my thing, and Cassie and I have been friends since we've been like little kids, so like, it's a different relationship. You cannot compare another relationship to this because we've seen each other through it all. We just know how we tick. And I was telling my boyfriend that, I'm like, Cassie just like knows how I'm going to react before I react, or she knows something's going to like upset me, or like she knows I am a certain way. Like, same thing with me to you, like... I just know when something's wrong. I just know when something's up. Or yep. I'm like, I just know when you might need something. Like, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's so weird. It's like twin telepathy. And, and it, it, it kind of is, though. And it's really strange because even when we, like... So, honestly, the like, this podcast has not gone on for months because we have had... Like, how we had before, we had issues of us have not having that much time to hang out. We don't have that much time to hang out. The days that you have, like, when you work and then when I work are opposite freaking schedules. Yep. You have, you're basically busy from, like, 8 p.m. to about 4 p.m. 8 a.m.? Or 8, no, the night before. Like, oh, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, you Sorry. go to bed early. Yeah. So, you don't have nights. So, that takes off the nights, okay? Yep. Or basically, like, later nights. And then on top of that, you have, you're up right away in the morning and you don't get back home till four. Well then. No, I get back home at 5.30. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I get done with work. You get done at, you get done with work at four. So like things could be arranged if we had to have something like me going down, whatever. But then I have not right now for this last week, I have all mornings off and then I have, I work at nights. Yeah. And so our schedules are entirely flip-flopped. But we still make, and so, like, even when we're not together sometimes, it's weird because we'll kind of get out of the sink, but then we hang out, like, once or twice, and then it's back. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, next thing you know, here's someone, like, I'm getting a text from Jenna asking about something, and I was like, that I was frustrated about, and be like, well, let me fucking just tell you (laughs) about this. I don't know how to describe it, and I want other friends to be as good as you, and I want us to all try harder um you know because i like that like i don't feel committed to texting you but you text me and i respond because i'm like it's i don't know it's just easy like i don't feel pressure i don't feel whereas a lot of with a lot of other people i feel pressure and i'm realizing the feelings you feel inside your body are an indicator and they're telling you something and i don't always like what they're telling me because it's hard for me to say no and I was talking to Austin about this today to say no to people or to be like no that's not for me but like because I love these people so much you know what I'm saying but like maybe it's time for me to start saying no to some people and distancing myself which is scary for me like there's a part of me that I'm like bro that sucks and then there's another part of me that's like it just is what it is my dude like yeah you have to protect your peace at all costs it never means anything bad like you hate that person no it's just like it is what it is. Sometimes you and somebody else just aren't in sync anymore. And you just, I think, I think what's wild is like, obviously as like your 20s, like obviously both of us are, we're almost to our mid 20s. Wow. Say. Anyways. Um, but like early 20s, um, when we are going through all these changes, like technically we are the age where we would have technically, if we were doing it correctly, graduated. This is like where I'm, so I'm going to be graduating. Some of my friends are still graduating. It's like the graduating time, the people are getting into their real jobs time. 
um, drinking isn't a big thing in our lives anymore. And that used to, for some people they are. <laughs> yeah. Like, obviously I'm still in the bar scene. I just don't drink anymore. So like there's, there's different ways to go about the Correct. scenes too, but I don't hang out with anyone I used to drink with all the time. I um, I think it's really funny that like my students will always, they were saying something and I was like, well, I only have, I was like, well, I only have like three friends, which is, is true. If, if I'm thinking of my best friends, I have three best friends. Yes. I don't want any more. Now a boyfriend. So technically four. I'm, yeah. I don't want any more than that. That's it's, an, I already get confused who oh, I wow. tell something to already. And there's three, four people to tell a story to. And if I fuck up, they're like, I already heard this. I go, wow, shit. What friend didn't I guys, tell? <laughs> I'm trying to stay in contact with, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's too many. And then my boyfriend's eight. Bro, that's too many in my opinion. I don't, like, I, let me, let me correct myself. I give you props for doing that. I it's personally can't do that. But listen, I'm saying I'm connecting with them. Now, one of those, like, you and I would take away three people who check in on me. And we're not counting my boyfriend, because, so, that'd be four. But, like, the other. Three. Three. Math. Math is yeah, math. Yeah, I was using my fingers. <laughs> are a little like iffy. At like, I reach out to them and they're like, "Oh my gosh, like I missed you so much." I'm like, "See, and I, I like, and I will say, I'm not the best at reaching out." And let me, and I know this. I was just having a conversation. I was invited to go and watch the Packer game this Sunday um, with one of my friends and her significant other. And me and my significant other were invited and just, I had things to do, wasn't able to do it. And I was told actually by her significant other the other day, she's like, he was like, yeah, like she was really sad that you couldn't come. And I think... I just kind of forget that people do care or like how much they care because I think sometimes I'm like, oh, like it's not a big deal. We I couldn't make it. Like I did. I was genuinely busy. I had things to do. Homework was due. I was tired. Three hours of sleep. Whole volleyball tournament the whole day. Like it wasn't going to work. I wasn't able to fix it in. And I was like, oh, like it's okay. I'll hang out with her. And it was like eye opening to hear like he was like no like she was really sad that she couldn't be there Mm -hmm. and I had to tell her like it's gonna be okay she'll see you again Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting here thinking like wow like it may not have been verbalized or told to me but I think I do forget that sometimes people do need that so then I was like oh my gosh so I then was like no I need to go out of my way and make sure that we hang out again this week we have a lot of study dates and walks and stuff like that like that's our friendship that's how we hang out yeah and so we're gonna do that of course but I think sometimes I forget that people want to see me and have that and I well also in in my week I I plan out seeing you my significant other and I work all nights yes and it's hard because you also don't want to be like well like it'll be okay or like they'll get over it like we also want to handle it with the like hey like my you know what I'm saying like let's because my sister brought literally brought that up to me where she's like I feel like you cancel me because you're like, well, it's fine. Like, she's my sister. Yeah. Like, we also, like, that's a note for me not to take people for granted in that way. Because I'm like, okay, shit. Like, I don't mean to do that. I think, like, I get in this mode and I have a small window for people to come in. And yep. if they don't come in in that small window, I'm fucked. Because I'm like, bro, I'm not there mentally. So that's something that I need to work on. Yeah. You know? 
which is like absolutely like mind-boggling to me don't know how we're gonna figure it out but somehow we're gonna figure out how to balance it all or people are gonna fall off the wheel while trying i mean fuck i mean at the end of the day i will i will never forget this about our friendship and i know you i know you never did either but at the end of the day it is the person that is willing to do the stupidest fucking things with you if they need to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. And I always remember the time you asked me to go to a goddamn fucking meeting in Winona. Yes. For nothing. Like, it was literally, like, the meeting was, I didn't need to be there. The meeting, I was not, not that I wasn't invited, not that it was, like, frowned upon for me to be there. I think it was supposed to invite people, though. Probably, but at the same time, it wasn't something that I think you were ever going to just, like, let me actually invite all my friends. It was, like, a... I remember Jenna literally said, I don't have time to hang out with you. Would you like to talk on the drive to Winona and on the way back? That's the only time I have. <laughs> and I said, of course. We had so much fun. Oh, it was the, it was fucking it was so, so much fun. fun. And it was, but it, it really like, it's just like moments like that though. Like if your friends... If you're, if the, someone you think is one of your friends is really wants to spend time with you and make it on your, in, in your life, like as a priority, then they have to be willing to just do something as simple as being in the same space as you. Yes. Whether you get to talk, whether you get to do whatever. Yeah. Is, if they're willing to just be there with you. Correct. Because it's the only time available. Yes. Then they are someone that you should try to make time for. Yes. Because at the end of the, after that we did we started trying to like see any time we could we fit each other in yeah and we did that stuff because we we're like oh shit both of us want to hang out both of us want this so let's mm-hmm. make it a thing so then we aren't distant anymore and it should feel natural not forced and that's me talking to myself because like you know I'm realizing I'm like man fuck I'm gonna have to have some un- in my opinion uncomfortable conversations with people about hey I'm feeling this type of way about our friendship you know like. There's got to be a give and a pull and a get because, you know. But everyone, I think I will stand by this. Um, Friendship breakups are harder than regular breakups. I forever will always feel that way. Maybe it's because my friends are family to me. So, like, that's, like, literally losing a family member. Yeah. But I... I hate doing friendship breakups. And it doesn't have to necessarily always be a breakup. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't but, have but to it be has anything to, intense. But you know? the only downfall is, like, I am also the person I'm like, okay, if I'm not going to be with them and be friends with them, though, like, what is it, you know? But some people, some people take it really well. Some people don't. So. Correct. I guess it just kind of depends. That does just depend. Goddamn. Well, I don't want to end on, like, a negative note, you guys. Like, I feel like things get better. I think it's funny that we were talking... I guess those are triggers. Those are triggers. Because this is not only about triggers. It's about relationships, friendships. We're a well-rounded podcast. All the ships. Like, we just kind of got into it with <laughs> you guys today. And, you know, we got into it with Sage today, too. Yeah. You know, the Sage intermission break to make you guys maybe be like, God damn. Or maybe laugh. I don't know. Yeah, we, I thought it was funny and annoying at the same time. It was a little mixture of both on this end, yeah. Because, you know, whenever she does that shit, I lose my train of thought. But you know what? We stayed on our train tracks I really well today. It. I almost lost it. I literally almost went off. 
after her. I almost fucking went and plummeted. But we did it. I, like, half went off the track, half got back on real quick. Like, like yeah, it was, like, <laughs> but, like, a thingy that's oh. on a train. Oh. A cart, whatever the fuck they pull <laughs> that's on a train. Went off the track and then <laughs> went back on the train. It was like, it's like we like did a little tip, 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 boop, back up. Yeah, the wind blew it back up, you know? Since it's windy up Have y'all ever seen Anastasia, you know, on that train that goes off the track? What? (laughs) Best movie ever. Y'all need to watch Anastasia. What? Oh my god. I'm also giving movie recommendations, you guys. I'm pretty sure Anastasia is like um, a a Disney movie. Is it? It's so good. I want it to be Anastasia. Oh, okay. Like, you know, like the princesses. All I think of Anastasia is literally from Fifty Shades, and that's all I'm thinking. No, no, I'm not in it. But her name's Anastasia. Yeah, they got that from the princess Anastasia. Oh, okay. So Anastasia was like an orphan, but like so, not an orphan. So she was a sex? Is that what I'm hearing? Is that? No! <laughs> she was very tasteful. Listen. Oh, Fifty listen, Shades you guys. tasteful. I'm telling you right now. Jenna's not having it. She doesn't know, know how to fix it. it. <laughs> I don't know how to fix it. But I'm telling you, Anastasia, the Disney movie, the movie's not called Anastasia. It's called Fifty <laughs> Shades of Grey, you weirdo. <laughs> God. Well, just the movie Anastasia, no porn, (laughs) kid-friendly, super sexy. Well, this is not a kid-friendly podcast. Good romance. It's so cute. Their story is so cute. I'm telling you right now. And her dresses are really pretty. And they defeat some bad guys. And it's in a different country, so you guys would like it. I think it's in Russia. (laughs) That's what's going to make them like it. (laughs) Yeah, they dance and they sing and it's animated. So what's not to like? That's... Yep. Well, there's that. <laughs> we also give movie reviews, so if you guys really want... So maybe next time, by this, by the next time this <laughs> podcast, we'll, like, watch it and we'll, like, rate it. I'll rate it, because this girl is, like, a 12 out of 10 on rating it right now. Yeah, it's 12 out of 10, 100%. Well, I can't clarify, because I don't but remember it. if you guys want me to rate some movies, I have a lot of movies that I want to talk shit about, too. I ain't gonna lie. And I want to talk about it on a different podcast, but... We'll, we'll get into some movies. I 2024, know. changing the podcast will be a movie. We're getting into... Movies. Movie reviews? We'll bring some movie reviews into our topics just because they... Just to spice things up. Well, they are evident in the world now, today, with issues <laughs> we are having in relationships. I don't think this Anastasia movie has anything to do with the relationship. I'm talking about the movie I told you about today, bro, that I just don't like because it's toxic. Oh. We can't talk about it right now because this podcast will be forever. This long. is facts. And everyone is probably at this point like, what the fuck is going they on? They probably stopped listening ten minutes ago. No, never, besties. <laughs> well... If you've made it this long, thank uh, we, you. We appreciate giving you a little taste of what's to come for 2024. <laughs> I did the pinchy claws. <laughs> like you're sprinkling um, oregano or some yummy salt. stuff on your food. Salt, I guess, if you want to put that shit on there. No salt, 2024. Only, oh my good God. Only pink Himalayan salt. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. We cannot wait to drop another podcast next Sunday and to have y'all listen. Thank you. Thank you.